1: Welcome to the Love the Star podcast. I'm Bobby Belt, Dallas Cowboys Insider for 105 Through the Fan of Dallas. Joined, as always, by former Super Bowl winning NFL scout, Brian Broadus. He is now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation, 2 to 7 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday on 105 Through the Fan of Dallas. He's also the pre- and post-game co-host on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. And uh, he's actually directly across from me today. How about like that? Same building, huh? Same, same building, same room. Like, yeah. just right here, we're, we're, we're so close. I, I could reach out and high-five you, Brian, if I could to. Uh, And you will get a chance to do another pre- and post-game hit from AT&T Stadium. The Dallas Cowboys take care of business, obviously, against the Washington Commanders. They win the NFC East. They finish 12-5. and It is the uh, same 12-5 and record that they've had each of the previous two years. Uh, they will draw the Green Bay Packers, 3.30 kickoff Sunday. We'll dive into the Packers in a couple episodes later this week. Um, but, but first, I just wanted to take this first segment. And next segment, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about some of the developments of interview requests for Will McClay, Dan Quinn, where things stand there. But just in this opening segment, I kind of want to take a look back at the Cowboys season, what we think this team is heading into the postseason, where they're vulnerable, where they've got a strength into it. Before we dive into all that, though, I'm curious, Green Bay, before we get into this actual deep dive on them, just on a cursory view, is that the preferred opponent, you think, that that was set up for the Cowboys when we looked at it? It was probably going to be Seahawks, Packers, or Rams. Is is Packers probably the best draw you could have hoped
0: for? You know, yeah, without, without looking at Green Bay, Bay and I've seen them. You know, because we get, we get in that deal you know, where they, they play, play at the, the same, same time 90. as you do. Uh, they, you know, sometimes uh, they you know maybe their games are a little bit different. I, I haven't seen. You know, like between shows, I did my show at the at the Star Cowboys break, and then I come here to do my two to seven show, and I just kind of like just took a little look, and and I, there's things about Green Bay's defense, that seems like that uh that they that they have uh some problems with Mm -hmm. Uh, i think you know when you look at uh when you look at where they're when there might be they have some problems with you know you see some people make plays on them in the secondary and stuff their pass rush appears to be pretty good they get pressure but just i was just watching the bears game and i don't know if it's the preferred matchup just because they're one of these teams that They've gotten hot going into the playoffs, you know. They've won, you know, seven of like the last nine games, so they've gotten, you know, they've gotten hot. I'm looking forward to seeing the Tampa game where hey, Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield really,
1: really lit them up. I, I saw some of that game. This I just yeah. remember the second half. Obviously, it was just a TV copy, but I do remember the second half of that game. They they could not stop tampa bay on offense what tampa yeah. bay wanted to do they could do and obviously baker yeah. mayfield comes in there gets a perfect pass rate and so we'll we'll have a, a lot more details on the packers later this but week
0: i don't but. know if that's the preferred one just because you're playing a young quarterback first uh first time in the playoffs for him plays really well too playing to really well and you know they've got kind of a a group of receivers we need to learn about they got a running game uh, or they've gone to the running game the last three weeks so yeah, is it the preferred, uh, you know, me, I have that phobia about playing the Rams. Yeah. You know, and but I always worry about teams, Bobby, that are playing hot going into the playoffs. The Packers have been playing playoff games since week 12. Yeah. You know, if you look at them, I mean, they every week is a playoff game for them, you know, and and so same with the Rams and and these other teams that are the, you know, the 6th, 7th seed. You know, you got a team like the Eagles who were at one time the number one seed and now have dropped all the way down to five because of, you know, uh, the 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 one in five in the last uh, month and so of the season.
1: Now, uh, Cowboys, obviously, like we said, they finished 12-5, third year in a row where they finished with that record. They win the NFC East. It takes a miraculous collapse, like you just mentioned there, from the Philadelphia Eagles. But as they head into this postseason, if I were to say... Hey, Brian, give me your your best just capsule. Like like if somebody were to, to interview you on Green Bay Radio and say, hey, just give me like a quick one or two minute description. Who is this football team? What do they do well? What do they struggle with? How would you define this Dallas Cowboys football team in 2023?
0: They have an elite wide receiver who is very difficult to defend. And the Cowboys have kind of figured out here the last couple of weeks that throwing him the ball 17 times is an okay thing to do. You've got a quarterback that's playing at a very high level, almost an MVP-like level. Uh, He'll be in that conversation. Uh, They don't run the ball at all, or they don't run it well enough. Put it Mm -hmm. that way. Uh, They struggle with the run. Uh, They, On defense, they put a lot of pressure on you. They've gotten better defending the run. Uh, They've got some outstanding playmakers other than Micah Parsons uh, that you're going to have to deal with. And if you want to potentially make plays on them, it might be throwing the football if you can block their front. Uh they've have given up some pass plays. Uh they've been better uh uh at times playing pass defense, but at the end of games, we've seen it the last couple of weeks with the Dolphins and then with the Lions though, uh that final drive of games uh, kind of being a little bit of a problem, but but overall though it's it's team that's it's uh it's really good on special teams as well when you start to talk about the kicking and the punting situation.
1: Now, when you Obviously, it's it's the run game on both sides that seems to be the, the biggest hindrance to this football team right yeah. now. It, it's the run game in terms of stopping it. And at times it's it's been better in recent weeks than, than it had been. Obviously, they're not getting gashed the same way they were against Buffalo. They got a really good running team in Detroit, a really good running team in Miami, and they held them below yes. what they had done for a lot of the season. So th- there's a lot of positivity there. You hopefully maybe built on something a little bit with the run game against Washington. They they've run the ball ball well against Washington in recent years, though. So yeah. so there's not a, a you the, know the two to...
0: best games of running the ball has been against the Commanders.
1: If I could tell you that, hey, snap your fingers, and one of those is going to be fixed, the other is not, but I I can guarantee you you'll fix the other. Would you rather this offense be able to run the ball more effectively or be able to stop the run on the defensive side?
0: I would be scared to something happen to me uh, like what happened in Buffalo. Let me stop the run because I know in my heart of hearts that this playoff run is going to be on the shoulders of Dak Prescott, CD Lamb, Brandon Cooks, Mike McCarthy, Ferguson. That's where we'll see what with the offensive line and the health and how that maintains throughout the playoffs. But I know my playoff existence really is going to be about them throwing the football. That's that's kind of where I think this is going to go. I don't think they're going to magically like you said snap your fingers but if you could i just fear i just fear a team getting just loading up and running the football like buffalo did that 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 was probably the worst game you talk about the san francisco game the game against the buffalo bills i think was the worst game that they've played all year
1: Yeah, I, I think that, you know, in terms of just complete, utter failure, yeah. uh, you know, uh, everything surrounding it, the Buffalo game was one that was concerning, and, and that was something that you hoped they were going to alleviate some of those fears the following weekend in mine. Yeah. They they did in terms of they played better on the road, but they still had their struggles on offense. They couldn't make a stop down the stretch, but the run defense was better. Did you, you know, get some of those fears out of the way against Detroit? Did you did you answer some of those questions there? And then obviously against Washington, you you had a chance to take it. And you went ahead and took it yeah. and, and you closed the season on, on a very strong note in a stadium that has been a little bit of a, I don't want to say quite house of horrors, but it's been a, a difficult place to play for your quarterback the last couple of years. And he played well in a really cold and windy environment and, and, you know, didn't let some of the the frustrations get him down when they get the blocked field. goal, when they get the tipped interception, they didn't let that. You know, discourage them and and overwhelm them a little bit. Do you think we learned something in the final month of the season about this team's resolve and about their their mental toughness and their character, or do you think that still has yet to be challenged in a way like it was against Buffalo?
0: I think their best win this year has been against the Detroit Lions, and I think that was a game that had everything about it could have gone completely bad and wrong for you. You know, you could talk about the officiating and all that at the end, but I, I just it was a tough, gritty. Win. They needed to move the ball. They were able to move the ball. Unfortunately, though, they couldn't run the ball. That's something you know. I think that Mike McCarthy has kind of learned now. Yeah. You know, Dak. I think if Dak had to do it over, I think he would have just taken some of the shorter throws and then found a way to to kind of keep the clock running. But uh, I, I that was a tough, gritty win for them in a, in a, in a, in, a, in a in really a playoff game. You know that 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 game right there got you the second overall seat. Yeah, and so that's that to me. I think they learned something about themselves, you know, having to play. They 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 held the lines in check basically for 59 minutes in that game. They really really did. So I I I I look at that as I learned a lot about them being able to kind of to to kind of close that thing out in a way that, or excuse me, play in a way to give them an the opportunity to win the game.
1: Now, as they head into this postseason run here, which they they hope, you know, they, they've got themselves, if if they win the game, if they win the wild card game, they've guaranteed themselves two home playoff games. Right. And, you know, they put themselves in a position that if somebody picks off San Francisco for you, you're looking at a third home playoff game. Right. So they put themselves in, in a good position for this playoff run. But as we enter it, we obviously know Dak Prescott's a big part of this. CeeDee Lamb's a big part of this. Mike Parsons is a big part of this. Who do you look at on this team and say... There's the X factor right there. There's the guy that that if I can get him to play really well, or or if this guy plays on top of his game, it's going to be really difficult to beat this Cowboys team.
0: There's a couple of guys that I really look at. I mean, I on the offensive side of the ball, I think that Brandon Cooks is that guy because what what we've learned about Brandon Cooks, if somebody were to try and take uh take uh Lamb out of a game, yeah, the one thing I know about Brandon, I I from twenty to twenty, I can get. I could get Jake Ferguson involved in the game plan and he'll be fine. And, and, you know, we, you can move the football. I know when I get down into the red zone or I get outside the red zone, say 30, four, 35 yards out. I know I could throw the ball, in the end zone to Brandon cooks. He's going to make the play. I know when I get down in the red zone, that Brandon cooks is going to make a play down there too. He's the one receiver that you have that can score points for you down in, down outside the, the, say the 35 yard line. And he's the one guy that can score when you get down inside the 20 to me. Give me Brandon cooks is that guy that if, if they take away Ferguson or they try and take away lamb, which I think it'd be difficult to do. I know cooks can make some plays.
1: I'll tell you somebody who down the stretch played really, really well. And I think really answered the call in the final six weeks of the season after there were a lot of, I, I know we talked about him on this show as a, as a lot of pressure on Uh No, I, Jordan Lewis. Yeah. I think Jordan Lewis has played really good football in the last six weeks. And, and, Jordan Lewis, I think, over in the last six weeks is a great example of why coaches like veteran players. Absolutely. Regardless of physical limitations or, or maybe he doesn't have the same step that he once did. You see what toughness and, and football IQ and those things can get you. I think Jordan Lewis has been such a big part because we, we had we were in that Seattle game. Where we're like, man, there's a real chance for them to pick on Jordan Lewis in yeah. this game and make things really difficult. And from that moment on. He's made a lot of really big plays. I mean, you see the toughness against Washington reaching in there, stripping the ball out, creating turnovers. He he is not afraid in the run game, despite his size limitations. I I think that he's a really important player. Absolutely. A a really intelligent football player, a a tough football player, a leader for them, I think, on that side of the ball. And, And then the other guy that... I, i'm I'm seeing some some positive steps times it was a bad game against Buffalo it was a really bad game against Buffalo but in recent weeks, I'm seeing some bounce back from Damone Clark yeah and I think that if you can get a a good version of Damone Clark that goes a long way to stabilizing some of the concerns you might have on defense
0: yeah I think you're I think the guy that I would like to say on defense you mentioned Clark but how about throw in uh Donovan Wilson yeah and and if you can and if you can if you can if you could get Donovan Wilson to play like Dono, who is the tough, hard nose, create turnovers, knock people out, be physical, you, you know, I mean, there's been times where he's not played well with his eyes, mm-hmm. you know, but that that turnover he had the other night in the in the game, the, uh, the, uh, the 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 ability for him to be in the right position in coverage to get the interception. And he's a guy that's always going to punch and pull at the ball. Yeah. He's also going to hit. If you get that, not the Donovan Wilson, but you get Dono, that crazed safety linebacker hybrid player, that could go a long way to, to help.
1: Dan Quinn said in, in training camp, when we got a chance to talk to him on Sean and RJ uh, and Oxnard, I, I had asked him like, who are the tone setters? Who are the guys that when new players come into this you know, locker room, you say, Hey, if you're looking for the standard, if you're looking for the example of what I expect from you in terms of toughness and physicality, look at this guy. He said that that guy for him in the back seven is Donovan Wilson, that that's the guy that he points to, to guys in the back seven and says, Hey, if you need to know what our standard is in terms of what we expect from you, in terms of being a physical football player, being a tough football player, somebody who's going to show that sort of toughness and physicality on that side of the ball, you need to look at Donovan Wilson. Yeah emulate what he does and that's what we get out of him so definitely a big uh a a big x factor there for the cowboys you were listening to the love the star podcast the love the stars and odyssey podcast you can find it on the